All right, guys. Well, welcome in another episode of Millennial Opinion. Whole gang back together again, guys. How was your weekend? Give me the rundown. What you guys been up to? Uh, you first. Uh, not much, man. Uh, went to the Miss State game. Was disappointed to say the least, but I'm over it now. It's been almost a week. Uh, but other than that, good weekend. Getting school over with. About about at the finish line for this semester. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. Yeah. I mean, um, nothing on my end really. Um, uh, didn't do anything too exciting. Uh, um, other than just kind of have a regular weekend. Um, I had to work at the Suns games. Um, pretty disappointing that I'm working twice this week and they play the Mavs twice and Luke is not playing. Um, Hate to be that guy. Gonna sound like a little bit of a douchebag, but fun story. Last night, I had to walk somebody down to the north tunnel where the players walk out. Whenever I, was, I had to walk somebody, I had to walk in, uh, a chicken a mascot, a, a chicken mascot down at halftime. They're going to go on the court do the chicken dance uh, promotion with the gorilla. Still don't know why the sun's mascot is a gorilla, but um, so three people walked past me. That kind of that kind of was crazy the first was Porzingis and it, like it wasn't really crazy to see Porzingis but I swear to God I'm not kidding to both of you guys he's the tallest person I've ever seen in my life like the tallest person I've ever seen in my life um like was two of me um the my my co-worker next to me who's probably five inches shorter of me was like her her neck was bent up looking at him second person I saw was Luca he walked out he was just in a jumpsuit and when he walked out the eight, the chicken, the chicken guy, the mascot had his boy with him and his boy with him had a camera and really wanted pictures. And he was like, Luca, Luca, come here, get a picture with ATL chicken. Like, come on. And Luca, Luca, like, didn't really look like he wanted to. And he kind of just went in there for the side face. You know, like, we're going to tag you, like, post you on Twitter. And um, he got kind of, he got got shit on for doing that. And it was gonna, not Luca, but the guy with the camera. And then the third guy that walked past me was, a guy I was not expecting to see, even though I don't know why I was expecting to see, but it was Mark Cuban. And he just walked past me. And it was just kind of funny because um, Mark Cuban's and sort of a – or Robert Sarver, the owner of the Suns, is like kind of in a similar now situation with Mark Cuban. I, I don't know. Um, but it was it was just weird. Those were three – it was cool to like see those people. But um, Luca was the coolest to see by far. Kristapis uh, was, was just tall as fuck. But that was the highlight of, of my weekend. But, uh, yeah. Damn, I'm I'm jealous, man. Luca's my guy. I like Luca a lot. I like Luca. Well, dude, I mean, he's a future. He's bro. just not. I wish he was playing though. You know, like he's dude. Not I heard playing. he's playing tomorrow night. I heard he's not. I heard he hurt his fingers out both games against us. Really? But I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, Luca's um, my guy. I can't wait to. When I'm in Texas, I'm definitely. I know. I know. I've already like proclaimed the Cowboys as my team as I picked them for the Super Bowl uh, this year, but. Luca is my guy. Oh, dude. I'm going to be a Mavs fan, too, so I'll definitely be catching some games. It's a sure big – I'm not in Texas. Yeah. Huge Luca guy. But also, too, like, I think I, – I think, you know, maybe once football season ends, playoff basketball start back up, college basketball start back up, March Madness, this, this millennial opinion football pod could shift over to a different sport. Just a hit, just a little, uh, just a little hit for you fans out there. Just a little uh, – anyways, anyways, let's get it. Let's maybe get maybe we should get some feedback, like, what – what we should do with this thing once football season's over. Like, should we release yeah. episodes like less frequently, but then highlighting just big sports topics? Like big, big oh, games. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Or, or or we, should, we, we should drop that on the IG story. 
Yeah, or should we shut it down? Should we shut it down and wait till football season and just hibernate, get our football brains right? Or I mean, let us know. We'll we'll put it. We'll put a little message out on IG. We'll clip this, put it out there, let the fans decide what what they want to see, what they want to hear. hear Those thoughts. That's right, sir. Well, today typical schedule run through quick college. It's getting to the time of year where we mentioned that college football playoff is really the only thing that matters at this point. So we're going to highlight college football playoff and then transition to NFL, give our updates, make our picks. Obviously, we were not all together last week week because Ty was down bad. So he had his pick sent in. We'll be sure to check those. Ty, how are you feeling? Feeling better, man. I'm feeling really good this week. Did you have Did you have strep? I did not, dude. I just had like a infection in my throat that was not strep. I had to like take some like mouthwash stuff. But it was dude. about five days, and now I'm good. Dude, I that's crazy because I remember when I I remember when I got strep time was talking about my tonsils getting out. You were like, yeah, dude, I, I haven't had a you know I haven't had a sore throat in so long. I got my tonsils taken out. I thought you had it for a second. Yeah, dude, I, no. I've been down this week too, like not not as bad as you guys were with strep and the what you had, but just my freaking sinuses and oh yeah, Harris pulled up last night and he was a little sick. <laughs> yeah, I was feeling rough, but well, it's probably cold ahead. there too. Let's go ahead and hop into it and get started, and we'll we'll do this thing. All righty, let's get it going. So, first jumping into the college football playoff is really the only important thing at this point in the year. The AP poll has been thrown out. It does not matter. It is garbage. And the college football playoff is the holy grail at this point. What they think of each team is where this team's destiny is lying forward. So, guys, tell me what you think of the playoffs' most recent update. I know we've kind of done this, and there hasn't been much shifting around. But anything that stands out to you that could be a factor going forward? Um. Yeah, the top seven kind of remained unchanged, I think. Um, But just one note, I don't think this could happen. But I I think there's multiple ways where you have Notre Dame sneak into the playoff because with these upcoming matchups in the Big Ten, you could have a kind of bumper car situation. Say Michigan or Michigan State knocks out Ohio State. And then Wisconsin comes in hot, hot as they've been all year. I mean, I wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibility to see a team like Michigan State or Michigan lose to a Wisconsin team. And Cincinnati's still got some big games coming up as well as Oregon and Alabama. So I think there's a lot to play for in that top eight. But past that, I'm not sure if anybody else can get in. So I think it's down to about eight teams at this point. Yeah, I agree with you, Ty. I think it's really it's it's cut off 
once it gets to once it gets to Notre Dame, Michigan State, those two teams. Um, man, how how crazy is it going to be if Cincinnati does not get in? Like, I, like what? Like, do you? Like, I personally think they're going to go undefeated. Um, and just seeing this, like seeing the rest of these teams' schedules, um, I don't know who Bama's going to lose to unless it be Georgia in the SEC championship game. Um, man, I, I just, I don't, I, I don't know. What if it's, it's like, it's like, what if Cincinnati's undefeated, but let's say Michigan or Michigan state wins out or Notre Dame wins out one of those, um, big 10 teams. It's like Michigan, it's like Cincinnati's undefeated, but these, te- these teams in the big 10 is coming out as champion and has one loss. Um, They're man, getting that's, in. that's tough. I think there's a few rules yeah. that we can – I think there's a few rules that we know immediately off the bat, which is, one, the SEC champion is going to get in the playoff, whether that's Georgia, whether that's Alabama. A one-loss SEC runner-up, a.k.a. Georgia, would make, it, would make the playoff in the top four. A one-loss Big Ten champion is definitely a lock to get in. Uh, we'll yeah, see, we'll I agree. That, whether, whether that's Michigan, Michigan State, or Ohio State, where it gets fishy is if one of those, if all those teams take another loss, and then you find out if a two-loss Big Ten champion makes it in over Cincinnati. Get in over where, Cincinnati, that's a, yeah. That's a question mark, and and the real question is, I think to me, oh, also we've seen a shift this year. Typically, a one a one-loss Pac-12 champion has not been able to crack the playoff, but with Oregon's big win on the road at Ohio State this year, they're in position to be the first Pac-12. I think team. they could. So I think yeah. I think that they are in position. I mean, Oregon is in the driver's seat. If they take another loss, they're out. But they're they're I mean, in yeah, route to be they, the first. There's one no loss. way if they win the rest of their games that they're going to move down. Yeah, not at all. Right. So they are they're going to they are in route to be the first. Uh, one lost Pac-12 team to make it in the playoff. With that being said, I think the big uh, draw or, or highlight that you can take away from this week's rankings is if Alabama drops this game to Georgia and in in the SEC championship game, and there are two thinking they will, dude. SEC runner-up, are they going to put them in over Cincinnati is the big question. Will they? Yes. But they have held against. That's one thing that the playoff has – been resistant to before is putting in a two loss sec runner up and they didn't do it with uh, georgia a couple years ago and kirby smart was really pissed they haven't done it with georgia a couple times now it's been a couple times that they haven't put they haven't put them in as a two loss runner up and you see if that same standard is going to be held to cincinnati at the end of the year uh it's so what if the nod's been given to other teams i i tell you what the the most odd thing to me is is Oklahoma. I don't know what Oklahoma did to piss the playoff off this bad, the playoff committee, but obviously they lose to Baylor and they drop behind a two loss Baylor team who now is at 11, but Oklahoma state is, is in the same boat as Oklahoma. If you ask me, I mean, the strength of their yeah. is not that much better, but yet they're at, they're sitting at nine. I'm, I just, it, I'm perplexed for what the or, committee uh... thinks about Oklahoma and, it doesn't really make much sense to me. I mean, it's just odd. I agree with you here. Yeah. And Oklahoma uh, dropped all the way behind Ole Miss. Right. And it's like yeah. Ole Miss? It's like when when AM <laughs> when a two loss AM team beat Alabama, Alabama didn't drop behind AM in the ranking. 
So why, so why did a one-loss Oklahoma team drop behind the team that they lost to in Baylor? I understand people have been waiting to dance on Oklahoma's grave all year. They've been waiting for them to, to drop it, drop the ball, nice. because, and, and, and they were ready to pounce whenever they did. So the playoff obviously doesn't think they're good, but what if Oklahoma wins the Big 12? What if they went out and win the Big 12? They're not going to put them in the Dude, playoff. No, they're no, not. No, they're, they're not. They're when they just, you're back. not going to put them in the playoff when they just beat either the number nine team, Iowa State, Oklahoma team. State, and then probably Oklahoma State again. So they would be, I mean, it just, it's, it's crazy to me that they have really counted out this Oklahoma team early on. And we're yeah. talking about Notre Dame making it in. Oklahoma probably has more quality wins than Notre Dame. Yeah, it's an odd I mean, thing to me. I'm, I'm not hey, sure hey, hey. Oklahoma did. Really quickly, I'm not, and I'm not just saying this because I want to move to NFL. But the Pats game is about to start. How about we kick off just this, just this night? Because it's about to start. Our prediction of this game, and then we can move on to either we can keep call, talking or whatever. But it's about to start. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, so let, let me, me forefront this with. I'm um, I'm thinking y'all did this to me because I missed last week. But this is the first game, first week of the year where we're recording. During a Thursday night game, and uh, you yeah, know, I like it. My I Patriots like it. happen to be playing during the podcast recording, so you know, <laughs> fuck y'all. I'm kidding. <laughs> that was uh, that was intentional, tie for sure. Yeah, I know. Y'all God, kept Joe putting Buck it is, off. Joe Buck is looking old, man. A lot He's of gray hairs, man. A lot of time spent up in the booth. That tie. I haven't is seen awful. him with that beard. All right, let's get it going though. It's about to kick off. And okay, Kyle Pitts so is a to badass. to the NFL, I don't think there's much more to say about college. I think we're all just yeah. sitting here waiting to see what unfolds. So, with that being said, we'll pass it off to Todd to run us through the NFL. All right. Well, first, let's just make our quick prediction for this game before it gets started, so there's no cheating. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm actually a texted in the group, but. As the line has moved, I'm taking New England minus six and a half. Oh my god! New oh England god. minus six and a half. Need, uh, oh my god! I'm taking New England minus six and a half as well. Um, yeah, I'm, I just, I yeah. Go ahead, Hair. I'll let you get your pick out. For I'll me. take New England we can, as well. I think New England's really good, man. We'll, we'll we'll highlight that later with their win over the Browns. But I think they're really good for Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. Right, will you go ahead since we've already made our picks? We go ahead and update us on the records from last week. Yes, so week 10 picks coming in at first was me, you know, uh, eight and six. It was a rough week, man. It was another weird week. Tough week in the NFL. Yeah, I hit on some big upsets. Uh, I went eight and six, Owen in second at seven and seven, and Harris in last at six and eight. So for the season-long standings, me and Harris are now butted up at first with – 85 and 64, and Owen is seven or eight picks behind with 77 and 72, but that is easily attainable with seven weeks up. left for Absolutely. sure. So, <clears throat> moving on into the about? games that we – so, I think, obviously, let's talk about the Ravens-Dolphins. This was last week's Thursday night game. This was kind of a shocker, shocker, shocker to me, but it's also the NFL, and it doesn't shock me. But the Dolphins had been terrible all year. They come out and really, really contain Lamar Jackson in the Baltimore offense. They win 22 to 10. Um, and we also had a huge highlight from their right guard that did a full uh, flip into the end zone <laughs> that didn't count because yeah. he was ineligible. But y'all's yeah. guys' thoughts on this game? I didn't watch too much from this, but. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll just give my quick thoughts about it because I'm with you, Todd, and watch a whole lot of it. Um, I, I, this is this this what this was probably one of the biggest surprises to me because I don't know if you guys remember, but I vividly remember Lamar Jackson's MVP season, his second, I think it was his second year in the league, when they started off the season in Miami and put a fifty burger on their ass and whooped them like fifty four to ten, and Lamar, I think he's he's from Miami, isn't he? he him and Hollywood, um, yeah. Or they're, yeah, There's so about like six I mean, uh, or seven players on the Ravens from Miami. That's what I'm saying. So it felt like a, a home game for them in a, in a way. Obviously, it's not a home game, but um, thought they were going to go down there and really kick some uh, kick some ass. And um, man, were, was I wrong? Miami's defense really was stout against them, and Baltimore's defense didn't play horrible. So I don't want it to be con- uh, perceived that way. Miami punted a lot, and honestly, the majority of their points came from field goals. Uh, but, but Baltimore just didn't look good offensively. They couldn't even hit field goals. Uh, Jay Tuck missed one, kind of fucked me over in fantasy. Um, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, they, they just couldn't really get anything going on offense, and it was it was weird to see. Yeah, this is just your stereotypical NFL primetime game. The Baltimore – or not the Baltimore Ravens. The um, Miami Dolphins came out with a fantastic defensive game plan and just executed, and they just made things very, very tough for the Ravens to score the ball. This AFC North is just super weird. Nobody just wants to take control of it. This was a great game for the Ravens to add another win and, and go on to 7-2 and two and be – right in the middle of the uh, – right in the top pack of the AFC and at the lead of the AFC North, and they just wouldn't wouldn't step up and make things happen. And Miami Dolphins, all credit to them, they shut the Ravens out in the middle of that football game in the second and third quarter. And it just seemed like the Ravens had a hard time getting their flow and their mojo on offense just to, to a good scheme uh, by the Miami Dolphins. And then they, they did what they had to to score points and uh, and get points on the board on the Ravens defense. Like you said, the Ravens defense didn't play awful, Owen, but the yeah. Ravens offense wasn't effective enough. So yeah. either way, Ty's throwing a fly. I, I, oh, there's a PI in the past game. No. <clears throat> oh yeah. Um, <laughs> this is gonna be uh, a, that's a PI recording during the past game. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Uh, um on to another AFC North team that really struggled was the Browns playing the Patriots. This was yeah. well. I will say the Browns' first drive looked like it was going to be a long day for. Did the we make Patriots. this a pick 'em? Did we make this a pick 'em? We did. We make did make it a pick 'em. And I actually, yeah, picked, we did. I actually picked Cleveland. Unfortunately, I picked um, the Pats. So the Browns' first drive, they really drove it down the Patriots' throat, running the ball, play action. But after that, they gave up 45 unanswered points. And the Patriots' (laughs) defense really tightened up. The Patriots' passing game really started to extend the field a little bit, if that makes sense, kind of getting pass plays more downfield. Jacoby Myers, uh, Nelson Aguilar, players like that. Hunter Henry had a touchdown. But, yeah, this was a huge game for the Patriots. I thought it was a step a step in the right direction to make the playoffs Absolutely. for sure. Well, I'll, uh, I'll just give my thoughts about this game. I, I think too, I think that this is a, this is a big game for the Patriots because of the opponent, right? They've beaten the Panthers and Sam Darnold, who has literally verbally said on live television that he's seen goes from Bill Belichick. They beat um, who they fucking beat the jets twice. Like this was their first kind of really big sort of test. I know, Baker, yeah. I know. Wait, 
Yeah, exactly. The Chargers on the road, that's another one. Um, but, like, too, man, like, they've been in close games with good teams like Dallas. But here's the thing about the Patriots is this is why Bill Belichick's amazing, is he doesn't give a fuck. And last year, everyone slept on them. They had Cam Newton. He knew that he didn't have a quarterback who could run his system the way that he wanted to. And it took a year to rebuild. It took a year to sign some free agents. Matt Judon, are you fuck like, are you fucking kidding me? Matt Judon is balling. He's got nine and a half sacks right now. Um, Mac Jones, it took him in the first round. It was the like fourth quarterback taken. Like they took they took a second to rebuild. Their defense looks back. It looks like back to the the defense that they last had Brady's last season when Darnold was seeing ghosts with the Jets. Their defense is like the number one, like number two defense in football. Um, and on offense, all I've heard is that New England doesn't have weapons and they 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 figured out ways to get creative in the run game. And they've asked Mac Jones to be great on third down, and that's exactly what he's been. He's been great on third down. If I'm a team right now, and I'm in the AFC, if I am, I'll tell you, I'll tell you if I who, who I am right now. If I'm the Titans, if I am the Bills, if I am the fucking Chiefs, any teams like that who aren't proven commodities in my eyes in the playoffs, because that proven commodity is always been the Chiefs for this long, and now they've kind of deteriorated. There's no fucking way in hell I want to play the Patriots. They scare the hell out of me. I don't want to play them. Their defense is raw. I think the only thing going for opponents is they do have a, a rookie quarterback, but dude, Mac Jones looks good. I'll let it, I'll let you take it away. Yeah, I mean they they make they help Mac Jones make very easy decisions. The Patriots have a very tough stretch coming up after they play the Falcons team, who's Falcons aren't a bad team. They're middle of the pack in the NFL. Then you have the Titans, Bills, Colts, Bills again. That's a tough stretch, and I, I think we're going to learn a lot, a lot about the Patriots. But I think they're a really good football team. Obviously, they're well coached. They make the right decisions. They make things easy on Mac Jones. I want to give a shout-out. Uh, Jacoby Myers, first touchdown first in the league. A lot of catches. First touchdown, though. He's been itching for that one. His first it's touchdown? Stated. It's been yep. stated. He has not caught a touchdown. He's caught I, – I, I don't know the stat. 1,600 receiving yards without a touchdown. Yeah, had never caught a touchdown in the NFL. Got one in this game, so glad to see that he had that. Cleveland is just – they're banged up. We know what they are when they're healthy. I'm not knocking Cleveland because we know what they are. They're a good defensive team that can run the ball really effectively. And then they have Baker who can make plays, you know, when you need him to. But right now, when they're banged up on offense, they're banged up on defense, this doesn't look like a very functional football team. They look very average whenever they don't have their best playmakers out there. So I feel bad for Cleveland, but they're not in a bad spot either. If they can get healthy, they can still make a good run at it. And New England needs to just keep building and improving week to week. And I know they got the right guys there to do it. So, it's yeah, good. I think I think these two teams are kind of fighting for the same. One more thing, I just want to say they're kind of fighting for the same kind of spot, right? Like New England probably doesn't think they're going to win their division. They, say, I think they, I think they, I could. think they are. I think they're the best team in their division. Well, that's what I want. That's the other thing I wanted to say. They're, they're not only are they fighting for the kind of the same spot because Cleveland in their division, Cleveland could still win their division. But um, does New England split with Buffalo? I'm not. I'm not saying that they beat them next week or whenever they play them next. But do two games? Does New England split with them in your in you guys' eyes, or does Buffalo clean sweep beat them both games at Foxborough and in Buffalo? Right now, I think they. I think they split with them, but. I mean, if I were going to lean one way or the other, if somebody's sweeping somebody right now, I'd, I'd lean the way that the Patriots are going to sweep the Bills. That's my Not opinion. Sure. The Bills seem to be the ones that are worried about being swept. The Patriots are yeah, a good football man. team. The Bills are a good football team too, but the Patriots have been consistent and the Bills have not, and that is a big issue. Facts. So, Facts. We'll see. Move on. All right. 
Moving on to the other team playing tonight, uh, they Falcons, Cowboys. This one was wire-to-wire victory and ugly very early. The Cowboys were clicking on all cylinders. Doesn't shock me because they got embarrassed by Denver the week before. Prescott, 300 yards, two touchdowns. They ran for 115 yards. C.D. Lamb, two TDs. So, I mean – and the Dallas defense held Atlanta to three points, which is very impressive. Um, not much to say other than just kind of uh, an abusive game from the Cowboys just on the Falcons. Y'all's thoughts about yeah. this game? I, I agree with you. Dallas got embarrassed. They wanted to embarrass somebody. That's exactly what they did with Atlanta. Falcons defense is still bad. Dallas offense may be the best in the league. Eight. They ate. A lot on Sunday. They got they, their mouths were full. Um, and as terms of like offensively, it's just like my head about the Falcons is just like in the back of my head, just with this this notion that you know, like oh, Devonta Freeman and Julio Jones and 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 Calvin Ridley, and it's like, dude, like they really don't have a lot of pieces. Like they have Kyle Pitts and Iron Mike in the backfield. Um, well, they're literally making court. Cordell, Pat- yeah, they're making a receiver as their running back. I should tell you all you need to know about successful. the kind of weapons they have. He has. He has been successful. That's why I've kept him there. But just the fact that you're going to have to put a receiver as pretty much their, I would say, their primary running option says a lot about the Falcons, man. I just, they're, they're, they're not good, but they're not the worst. They're just in the middle, and Dallas just fucked on them. This is exactly what the Cowboys needed. I just talked about the Patriots schedule. The Cowboys, after dropping that game to the Broncos, had this Falcons team as the one game before they go on a stretch where they play the Chiefs, the Raiders, the Saints. So I think that it's a very big win that helps this Cowboys team recollect before playing a tough stretch. They want to be they want to come out that stretch with at least two wins if possible, if they're going to be a really big playoff contender. And I think that this was a step in the right direction. Good teams bounce back. It, it's the NFL. You're going to drop a game every once in a while. Your team's going to get beat uh, just based on talent and scheme, and it, it happened when they played against the Broncos. So we'll see. Touchdown, Pat, Patriots? No, just incomplete. Oh. <laughs> Guys are there waving, uh, waving his arms around like he's uh, doing sign language for the listeners at home. Um, next game. What's the next game we got? We got Saints at the Titans. This was a – a little bit – I guess it was close at the end, but it honestly felt out of hand in the fourth quarter. The Saints' offensive production is uh, lacking, to say the least, but it's yeah. they had no Camara, obviously no Winston for the rest of the year, still no Michael Thomas. So it's hard to expect the Saints to put up gaudy offensive numbers. But uh, a few missed extra points from their kicker, who's also hurt. Uh, mm. it, it just came up just short again, the same as last week with the Falcons on the comeback bid. Yeah, they're they're really missing that offensive talent, like you said, Ty. Um, and I know that this game was not as close as the score signifies. It was it was pretty dominant by Tennessee most of the game. But I will say this. Something that impressed me about the Saints and something that also impressed me about the Titans is that the Saints' run defense is incredible. One of the best run defense in the league. And Tennessee, obviously, being depleted of Derrick Henry, had to kind of rely on Tannehill a little bit more and a more creative offensive scheme. And the fact that they were able to pull out a win against that good of a run defense, um, I think, matters. But um, 
yeah, there's not a lot to talk about this game. I feel like the Saints are just kind of they're just kind of there. They're just kind of hanging around at five and four. Maybe they'll get in the playoffs. Maybe they won't. But uh, it's going to come down to health for them. I feel like. Yeah, I I think that both of these teams were really banged up coming into this game. It's a quality win for the Titans. You beat a good football team when you weren't healthy, despite how healthy they were. Just helps keep the the momentum that they have going. And I think that I don't think that it's too high of a win for the Titans. And I don't think it's too low of a loss for the Saints. I think it's just kind of the middle of the pack. Both teams will reload and continue to be good football teams as the year rounds out. Yep. <clears throat> um, a couple blowout scores that I don't think any of us really have much to say. Bills beat the Jets 45-17. Eagles beat the Broncos 30-13. to The Packers shut out the Seahawks 17-0. And one that was a blowout, but does have a good topic that I think we would want to talk about. The Panthers go I'm in and back. beat the Cardinals 34 to 10. Back. That shit was so fine. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Cam is back. And He's I back, think baby. this may have been the juice that the Panthers needed, man. Obviously, he's got to go out and perform at a high level throwing the football. But I think that his confidence and his mentality of uh, he now knows that he must succeed in this situation or his career might be over might just be what Cam needed oh. to step up and maybe make Facts. this Panthers team a playoff threat, if I don't say so Facts. myself. I think I agree with you. I think Cam, like like you, you weren't on the pod with me and Harris talked about NFL last week. Listen, All listen. we talked about was that the most talked about thing like headline was the Josh Allen to Josh Allen. And the most oh, talked yeah. about thing this week was the Cam Newton. I'm back. I've seen it a million yeah. times. I've seen it on IG. I've seen it on TVs. It's amazing. He's a fucking stud. But um, I think this says more about the Cardinals. I think they got a little bit too cocky in this game, in my opinion. Um, the fact that they went for it on fourth down um, after they had already fumbled on the first drive and it had a turn up and the Panthers went up on a, for a touchdown – and they have a turnover on downs. Um, that's just that's that's just stupid. Like PJ Walker is playing for them. I mean, he was starting for them, and your defense has been playing well all year. Why do you feel the need to go for it on fourth down in this early in the game? And ultimately, Carolina went up fourteen nothing. I don't care who you are in the NFL. If somebody goes up fourteen nothing in the first quarter against you, you're in fucking trouble. Um, I think the Cardinals got a little bit too cocky. I think it reflected that. Um, Colt McCoy is not. Uh, a starting quarterback in the NFL. He's a backup for a reason. So play like it. Play through your defense. Run the ball. Um, don't underestimate Cam Newton. He's a fucking beast. That's all I got to say. Panthers defense is really good, man. And I know the Cardinals really good. really, really banged up this week. But you don't think that they came in knowing exactly what the Cardinals wanted to do? Oh, and you just said it. Run the football. You don't have your starting quarterback. The Panthers were able to come in and just shut it down. The Cardinals couldn't get anything going in the first half. I mean, this Panthers team, I think they're well coached. I really like what Matt Rule's doing in Carolina. And then I think you're right. Cam Newton adds a certain swagger to this team. I think they're definitely a playoff contender with the Saints beat up in that division. They've already taken one from the Saints. And I don't know if they've played twice. I think they've only played once, right? Yeah, they've played uh, once, yeah. I think. So yeah. they already took one from the Saints. They've already lost one to the Buccaneers, I believe. They can no, they, they haven't played the Bucs yet. Okay, well, they could split with the Bucs. I mean, this team is definitely in a, in a driver's seat where they could get into the playoff for sure. So I think that this Carolina t Panthers team is really interesting. I think that this Arizona Cardinals team, 
I hate to say it, but this is the type of stuff that kills momentum. Being banged up like this and t- taking losses that you shouldn't, this takes a, what would they, 7-0 and start? 7-0 and start? Let me let me check this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Started 7-0, they're 1-2 in their last three. And this is the type of stuff where you don't want to go on these runs and get banged up and drop games to teams you shouldn't have. Because when you yeah. got to play the really quality no. teams in your division – you don't want to have, I don't know, big games riding on your chances to make the playoffs or not. So I think that this Cardinals team is in a really interesting spot. They have a really, really tough end of the season. So they play the Seahawks, who obviously have Russell Wilson back, and they play the Bears in Chicago. They play the Rams. They play the Lions. And then the Colts, Cowboys, Seahawks again. So I'm just saying this Cardinals Watch team for that to get healthy and get back on the field and get their swagger back or else – this team could just start 7-0 and have a chance not to even make playoffs. Yeah, I'll say this too about the Cardinals. Their offensive struggles could be, you know, that could have happened regardless with Colt McCoy, at quarterback. But P.J. Walker was 22 of 29. And yeah. you not think they knew that the Panthers wanted to get Christian McCaffrey the ball? And he had 13 carries for 100 yards, which is like eight yards a pop. I mean, that's not very good with a long of 15. So it's not like he broke off. I mean, he was just getting 10, 10, 10. And, I mean, yeah. regardless of going for it on fourth down or whatever, or Cam being in the game at all, I think the Panthers may have still won this game. I mean, this was a, this was a little bit embarrassing for the Cardinals in my eyes, but there's time to, yeah. to uh, make up for that. Yeah. Let's move on. I think the, I think we we're all on the same page about the Cardinals and Carolina. Maybe they can sting in the playoffs. Who knows? All right. So another game. Just quickly say the score: Colts, Jags. The Colts get a big win, twenty three seventeen. But the Lions are no longer. Uh, well, they're still winless. Oh no, they're still. They <laughs> they, uh, they didn't lose this week. <laughs> there you they go. They did not lose. God. So Dan Campbell. That's was, the most lines. Dan Campbell was speechless they... after that game. He said, "I don't know how to feel because I don't think he's ever tied before. I guess I don't know, but this was a, a tie. Pretty... Ties suck, dude. Yeah, ties suck. I don't like him either. Yeah." And I mean, this game was kind of a just like a comedy of errors. Like these two teams are just so bad offensively. And you had Mason <laughs> yeah. Rudolph throwing the ball 50 times. I mean, what in the fuck is this game? I'm making a petition to get Mason Rudolph out of the league. Me too. He's so fucking bad. And the Steelers proceeded to let him throw the ball 50 times in that game. And I know they went that to blows my fucking I know they mind. I know they ended up tying, and they were trying to get points on the board because they didn't want to play in overtime. And then, but they let him throw fifty times in this game. Fifty. I hope they play Cleveland. I hope he plays Cleveland this year again, so we can see a Miles Garrett, Mason Rudolph dance. Well, that's what I was just about to say. I think instead of the NFL throwing Miles Garrett out of the league, they he was just like he can keep playing, but I have to have a ten-year contract on the Steelers. I'm just going to be the backup yeah. for 10 years, and I'm just going to get paid instead of getting him thrown Dude, out. I there mean, was something in that accident that happened that <laughs> Mason Rudolph had leverage, and he was like, listen, 
you guys can either sign me to a 10 year contract or I'm going to sue you <laughs> and, and I'm going to take every penny you have and the stadium will no longer yeah. be named Heinz field. It'll be Rudolph field. Like it'll Mason be- Rudolph stadium. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, so you have two it, options. It hurts watching him play football, dude. It, it really does. Like it's so, not. You can. T- it doesn't take an expert. Like if so, I feel like if someone watches one football game, like one singular football game in the NFL, and then they turn on, it could be whatever team. It could be the Jaguars. It could be the Panthers. Whoever, and they turn off the Steelers. They turn on Mason Rudolph and the Steelers. They're gonna know that that's like subpar quarterback play. Like they're gonna know that if it's their second game ever, he's just bad. He's not good. I don't know how he's a backup. I can name like why? Why? Like, why did like Pittsburgh big, not sign Cam Newton? Is he like? Is he like not Big Ben's like nephew or something? But that's probably he's gotta what, be. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's like he's. They're just doing Ben a favor. They're like, listen, Ben, we'll bring your nephew in. We'll draft him out of Oklahoma State. Yeah. No, no, that's probably that's probably the only guy that Big Ben probably feels comfortable with having him as a backup. <laughs> Because he knows he because he, he knows he'll never take his spot. Because Big Ben can play till he's fifty, he'll still be better than Mason. Rudolph. Also, I got a question. I was watching a little bit of this game. What happened to Josh Dobbs? Did he just transfer into like a, a coaching yeah. position with them? He think, went to a bubble, he, dude. He went to a bubble. He's, he's is like, he not? On, I don't think he's on the Steelers. Is he on the he, Steelers? Dude, he is on the sideline. I saw him on the sideline yeah. oh, with, with with a mic with a mic. Dude, wow. he. I think he just. Was around long enough and never played enough, and he to the tour. They were just like, "You want to be a coach?" And he was like, "It's like yeah, a sure, grad assistant." You know, no, that, that's exactly what, <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Was Ben Ben realized that Dobbs could take his spot, so he was like, "You need to fuck him, get him on the sideline as a coach." I want Rudolph as my backup because he knows <laughs> that he'll never take his spot. Yeah, um, dude. Yeah, this game is just such a meme. Like, of course, Pittsburgh. Is this is the, like a, such a Mike Tomlin season? Like, can't do anything offensively. You're five and three and one. Like, you're not good, but you're not like dog shit. And they might, dude. They're like, are they at the top of their division right now? No, the Ravens and the. Are you sure? Ravens have six wins, so I know it's not the Steelers. And the Browns, they should, are they should be it's in not, the top of their division, but no, they it's tied not, it's not, dude, with the Lions. <laughs> yeah, dude, because listen to me. Because listen here, if Pittsburgh wins against the Lions, they are at the top of that division, which is fucking mind-boggling. Because haven't every team in the in their conference beat them? The Bengals Ravens didn't have played ass. yet, had they? I know that. I don't think they have played the Ravens, the Ravens yet. Have not played them. Oh wait, no, they lost. They lost to the Bengals and. They beat, they beat Cleveland 15 to 10. Oh my God. They're I crazy. hate watching their games. But I will say that is a <laughs> honestly for the Steelers, a tie there is way better than a loss. Way because better. if it comes down loss, to the yeah. because if it comes down to the end with how contested that division yep. is, having a tie instead of a loss is huge. God, ties are just such a boner thing to toss in. Like dude. I don't get it, man. I don't get it either. And that's the thing is like, dude, you're right. Like that tie could literally get them in the playoffs because I'm looking at this, the standings right now. And oh my, the fact that Cleveland is last, uh, this division's fascinating. Uh, we don't have to keep talking about these two teams, but that's what, that's an interesting point, Todd, because a loss is so much worse for the Steelers, but a win is so much better for the Lions, dude. They just yeah. need a fucking win. Are they going to go? Oh, that's and, what I guess now would be sixteen or zero oh and fifteen and one. That's what my me and my roommate Will were talking about. We were uh, saying this was their game to win, and would yeah. they now go oh sixteen and one? 
And oh, dude, dude, I mean, I, I can't, I don't want to pull the receipts out, but I did say that the Lions were the team that could go winless this year. Win- and uh, it's dude, looking pretty they're good. They're pretty fucking bad. They're uh, well, bad. We can talk uh, shit about Mason Rudolph, but Jared Goff did not look much better. I mean, <laughs> at least the Steelers' defense is good. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. The Lions, yeah, exactly. the Lions awful. defense is awful. let's move on let's move on yeah yeah let's move on i don't want to keep fucking on let's move on to a a crazy upset as the the washington football team takes down the defending champs the tampa bay bucks as tom brady owens washed king um is throws two picks and taylor heineke played out dueled brady and wins 29 to 19. Um, this was good clock management my- the whole game, I thought, by Washington. They really played to their game plan. I guess getting two picks early is definitely helps out, but they had a final drive that I think lasted eight minutes and ended with a touchdown, which kind of just summed up the entire game. It was 10 minutes and 30 seconds, 19 plays, mm. and – that's, That's just crazy. a dagger to your heart. And, yeah. Um, well, here's the thing. Here's here's my crazy prediction. First of all, it's always it's always cool because a game like this, you never know what's going to happen because of Rivera and Arians are just both. I mean, they're, they're just they're just suited coaches in this league. They've been coaching for a long time. They're both from the Andy Reid coaching tree, so it's like I don't know. It's like twin brothers going, or it's like little brothers that are you know going against each other um, with the same sort of coaching style. But Washington won this game. I don't know how the fuck they did. Brady obviously turned the ball over too much. Um, that was a part of it. Uh, Washington's defense and secondary actually learning how to catch balls, um, which is something rare to see. Here's here's my bold prediction. Last time Tampa Bay had a bye, they ran the table. They didn't lose a single game for the rest of the season. They just got off a bye, and they just lost to Washington. I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to lose every single game going forward. No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's, that's not an actual prediction. Um, yeah, dude, I'm not worried about Tampa, but Brady just turned the ball over. Washington's not that good. That's all I'll say. It wasn't even Brady turned the ball over. I think that it was the Tampa Bay defense getting exploited a little bit because you just said Tampa Bay was coming off a bye, Owen. Washington was coming off a bye, too. Yeah, that was the interesting coach. part. And they came out with a great game plan of how to at least stall out the Bucks' defense or, or, or offensively. And then they got helped a little bit with a couple of Brady turnovers. One really wasn't his fault. It was kind of like a – it was just an odd play, but then the next one was just a bad read, and a guy stepped in front of the ball and a throw to Gronk and made a nice play. But a couple of Brady yeah. turnovers definitely helped. But the Washington football team came out and figured out how they were going to attack this secondary of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they were able to execute and put together a quality win under a good good game plan. And Ron Rivera gets all the credit for this one in my eyes. I'm not worried about Tampa Bay to an extent. I think they got to clean some things up get back to playing good football but i know there's weird times in their season last year like remember the weird game in chicago where brady was like yelling at the guy yeah there seems to always he didn't know it was fourth down there seems like there's always these games here that everybody overhypes about it's the nfl brady you know like oh no he you know he lost the game he shouldn't and then he just continues to be himself so i'm not worried about tampa bay to an extent they got to clean up some things on defense 
Yeah, unfortunately, uh, the Giants have to deal with the Bucks coming off of a bye and then a loss. So I think Brady, uh, I don't think he's going to lose that game against your your Giants. Oh, we'll I'm see. Sorry. Hey, we'll see. We'll yeah, see. We'll see. All right, on to the next one. This was an interesting game. I didn't watch it very much, but I was keeping up with it. Um, as much as I keep counting them out and saying that they're done, the Vikings come out and get a huge win against the ch- the Chargers to stay alive in the playoff race. Yeah. They're at four and five, which is, I mean, obviously not where you want to be, but not completely out of it with their uh, offensive talent and their defense playing a lot better than last year. Um, they really bottled up Herbert, kept him under 200 yards, kept Eckler under 50 yards. This was an all-around good performance by the Vikings <gasps> defense, and Kirk Cousins made just enough plays along with the Cook run game to get the victory. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch a whole lot of this game, man, but this this is one of the games that didn't really surprise me. Um, this, is, this just feels like it, it's something that the Chargers would do. Um, and it also feels like something the Vikings, after having some really disappointing losses as here as of late, especially the one to Dallas on primetime, um, felt like it was a must win for them. Um, I wish I would have actually put my money where my mouth is and grown a sack and picked them. Um, but I, I picked the Chargers. But, I mean, man, like – Minnesota is just there. I feel like there's just a coin flip every other week. You know, you never tell whether they're going to come out and, and decide to play good or just shit the bed. Same with the Chargers. Um, Justin Herbert is like the only thing going right now, and that was pretty rough. So we'll see if they get back on track. One thing I would say about this game is I'll give you guys a verbal meme for our listeners out there. Verbal meme. It's a uh, Scooby Doo when the guy pulls the 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 head off of Fred. Fred from Scooby Doo. It's, it's yeah, Justin no. Herbert takes the head off in disguise. It's just Philip Rivers. Rivers. Same old, same old for the Chargers. He's back. He's back. Facts, dude. Facts. Just when I don't know who's gonna win that fucking division, have, dude. Just when Chargers fans think they have their Lord and Savior, <laughs> he comes in and looks just like the guy they've had in there for the past decade. So sorry, Chargers mm-hmm. fans. Mm-hmm. Got some things to figure out. All right, and to answer Owen's question, I'm going to go ahead and answer. They're back. The Chiefs, as everybody wants to put a dagger in their back early. They are back! Including me, Harris, and Owen. We all questioned the Chiefs' ability. Who put the dagger in them last? Who put the dagger in them last? I did. It doesn't matter. You guys put the dagger in when they're first or not. You still put the dagger in. They're first in their division. I said that they were going to be back. 35 of 50 for 400 yards and five touchdowns. That is pretty much a perfect game. And they completely dominate the Raiders, who really needed this one to get some momentum back. And I just think the Raiders' season is on a downhill slope from this point. Yes, And they were saying this on the Monday night thing – or Sunday night thing, sorry – that they're really missing rugs. Like, they don't have a deep threat to even, like, look at. Like, they don't have somebody they can – yeah, oh, yeah. And they hit one with the Sean Jackson, and it and he kind of looked like he intentionally got caught from behind. He stopped running. like he was about to start running the other direction. Yeah, like, what? Ty, Ty, I think he's just – I think you just forget that Deshaun Jackson's fucking old. (laughs) He's so old that he thought he got a pick and he was running the other one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that dude, is I didn't, absolutely the, the terrible. The Chiefs look good. Um, 
But they got to keep this going. This is the first game other than their opening game against the Browns. They honestly looked pretty rough at their in that game, too. They almost lost that game. This is the first game that they dominated from the beginning, that they ran the table, that they did their thing on offense. Pat Mahomes was making plays. Travis Kelsey was smiling. Reek was balling. The defense actually looked good. Um, these are the Kansas City Chiefs that everyone talked about being the next New England Patriots for the next 10 years. This is the team that everyone talk, has been talking about the past couple of years since Pat Mahomes has been there and taking them to the Super Bowl twice in the AFC Championship game once. So let's pump the brakes. They're back at top of their division. Their biggest game of the season is actually this next week against Dallas, and I can't wait to talk about that game. We do our pick. But this was a huge win for them. The Raiders are fucked. Fuck Vegas. I think this was your stereotypical Kansas City Chiefs game. You look at the stat line, it glows like Patrick Mahomes typically glows. 35 to 50, 406 yards and five touchdowns. No interceptions was the biggest part of the day. Patrick Mahomes was taking what they were giving him defensively. And then him hooking up with Travis Kelsey consistently, having eight catches. Tyreek Hill, seven for 83 and two touchdowns. It just looked like your typical Kansas City Chiefs win. My thing is, this Kansas City Chiefs schedule not getting any easier. You have the Cowboys here, and then you have two divisional games, the Broncos and Raiders, in which you'll be favored. But then you have Chargers, Steelers, Bengals, and then the Broncos to end the season. So, yes, they'll be favored in a few of those, but not the easiest cakewalk of games here. They play some really good quality football teams. I want to see the Chiefs get it going before the playoffs start. My thing is you can't continue to sputter, win here, win there, and then take some losses. If you're the Chiefs, you got to just carry this momentum and just steamroll through the rest of your division and go on. Because if they they steamroll through this division and then they make the playoffs, obviously, like they would, they're back to being the favorite. They're back to being the favorite. It's just that. Yeah. Yep. You're so right. You're, you're I absolutely see, right. You can't, you can't, they can't continue to tippy toe the line. They got to stay on the side of. They got to come out and they got to fucking beat the Cowboys. That's what they have to do. That's what they have to do to convince me. Come out and beat the Cowboys. Beat a good football team. Beat them. That's, that's going to be a good matchup. A healthy, that's obviously my game of the week this week. Football Fast, team, dude. beat them. If they beat them, they're back. Period. Yeah. If they lose to them, I still don't know because they could yep. sputter their way into the playoffs still, but lose and win a couple. I want to see them beat the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the other team that it looks like they're back from that Chiefs Super Bowl. Ty, take it away. Okay. Well, I'll say this right now, and y'all can record this. You can post it. I think this is not saying that the Rams are not going to make the playoffs. This is not saying that the Rams are a bad football team. But I think the Rams are the most overrated team in the NFL. I picked them to win the Super Bowl, but after watching them the past few weeks – they have had the easiest schedule that I've seen. They have one big win against Tampa Bay, but they have been embarrassed by Arizona. They have been embarrassed by Tennessee, and they have been embarrassed by San Francisco. And I just think that this team has a little bit more issues than people like to say. I think they wrote them off as the guaranteed number one seed and the guaranteed Super yeah. Bowl representative from the NFC a little bit too early. I think their offensive yeah. line has a little bit of issues. And I think with Robert Woods getting injured, that their receiving core has a little bit of issues with drops. And I'm yeah. not sure Odell is going to answer the bell. I mean, he didn't look too 
too good out there. Obviously, it's his first game. But that yeah. game was not close from the very beginning to the end. And it's kind of yeah. been two straight weeks for the Rams with just duds. Now they go into a bye week, and then they play at Green Bay. That'll be a huge game to see where they're huge really at. Game. But I think Stafford's got to play better, to be quite honest. Yeah, I agree. Well, first of all, Ty, I uh, appreciate your, your opinion. I don't think the Rams are the most overrated team, but I, you're not crazy. Like I, I hear what you're saying. You're not. You're not crazy. They've gotten embarrassed um, three times this season, and all their losses, and they also haven't had a lot of really impressive wins, other than that Tampa win, right? Um, I agree with you about Odell. I think that's one of the biggest things is that Robert Woods, who's been such a consistent receiver in the Sean McVay offense since you know Goff and Gurley were that duo. Right. It's been Cup and Woods and him going out. I don't think you can. I know OBJ is is extremely talented, but it's just you can't just slide somebody in right that and to to immediately pick up where that production left off. That's going to take some uh, some time for the rest of the season. But I do believe Odell will find his footing. As far as Stafford, dude, I think this is like everyone's so high on Stafford and now it's starting to come back down a little bit. Yes, he's a good quarterback. I think he's a really good quarterback. But I think that he got blamed a little bit too much in Detroit, and now we flipped the script completely and that he didn't have anything to do with Detroit. Dude, I mean, we've, I, I, I've seen Matthew Stafford make some bad throws in the Lions. You guys have seen Matthew Stafford make some bad throws in the Lions. Sometimes you make some bad plays. And so I think that's also coming to bite him back in the butt. And I think the biggest thing you touched on, Ty, is their O-line. I talked about after the Tennessee game. Their O-line is in trouble. The Rams defense, despite the Niners putting up 31, because Kyle Shanahan's run game looked like it was back. Talking about what was back, Cam Newton, Chiefs, Kyle Shanahan's run game looked like it was back. Um, I'm still not worried that worried about the Rams defense, but I mean, yeah, that's what I gotta say. The Niners, this is a big win for them, man. This is this is like, are we gonna get blown out this season and win three or four games? Or are we gonna be fucking competitive? Do what we can with Jimmy G and know that Trey Lance is our future going into the next season. And are we going to try to be eight and nine or, or, or nine and eight getting into the playoffs? But it was a good win. So I have two things to say about this game. One, I think that the Rams, their O line is in trouble in the pass block. But one one thing that I one thing that I think they could do to mix it up, and obviously I'm not an offensive genius. I'm not Sean McVay. He knows a lot more about football and a lot more about schemes than I do. But They've ran the ball effectively when they have run the ball. I think that staying – and I know they they typically – this team likes to pass the ball early, get up, and then run the ball and, and dominate you physically as the game goes on. I get that. I understand that. But whenever Stafford's a little off and throws are a little errant, Daryl Henderson only had five carries in this game for six and a half yards and carry. I mean, he was like handing the ball, push it a little bit, make it a little less – like pass heavy I think that they could have benefited from that I know they got down in this game so it wasn't very but like early on I'd like to see a little bit more of a balance it still was pretty pass heavy early on um I think that Odell is going to be fine like I'll say that right now I think he'll be fine I think that they're going to get him in it'll take a couple weeks it was a short week like it was odd like I think they're going to get him in and get him settled in I think that he'll be really good in this offense just with Cooper Cup and getting him some space I think that Odell will be a, a very good addition and help make up for what Robert Woods lost. The second part about this game that I want to say, will somebody please give – y'all are going to be shocked when I say this. Will somebody please give Jimmy G some credit? This boy balled the fuck out in this game. I know he only threw the ball 19 times. 
He's 15. Debo Samuel he, also balled he, the fuck out. He made every right decision. I watched Jimmy G make every right decision in this game. And, yes, they had the run game going. But let me tell you something. With Aaron Donald in his face, he made a couple of really good throws. And I just think that, man, Jimmy G is a serviceable quarterback in this league. I think that the issues around this football team do not start with him. And I just don't get the people that are ready to dog him. He, he played well in this game. I'm not saying the guy's an MVP candidate. I'm not saying they're wrong for taking Trey Lance, but get off Jimmy G's back. It's not his fault the, the Niners aren't playing well. It's not his fault. Facts. You can win a Super Bowl with Jimmy G. You can. Facts. Big facts. You can. You can win a Super Bowl with Jimmy G, and that's what I love about the NFL. He's probably not even a top 15 quarterback in my eyes, and you can win a damn Super Bowl with him. Are you guys ready for picks? It's a crucial week. Dude, week 11, I love this time of year because this is when it rolls into Thanksgiving. This is when it rolls into Christmas. This is when teams that are good, who are 5-5, five and five, <coughs> go on a tear and go 9-6, and six, and they get that last win. I, I, I don't know. I, I think – I think we're starting to learn the most about teams. I mean, obviously we are as the season progresses, but I think it really starts now going forward. All right, let's get into it. So we've obviously already picked the New England game where we swept Which is look like, for it looks New like it's England. hitting right now. Well, there's still a long way to go. But moving on to the second game, we have Detroit at Cleveland. Cleveland is minus 11 which is a lot of points, but I'll take the Brownies. Detroit at Cleveland, minus 11. What's the status with Baker? I'm not sure. Let me look. I'll take Detroit to cover 11. I think that this will be a Plans to play on Sunday. I think it could be a low-scoring game. I could see it being very similar to the Steelers game. Very run-heavy. Defensive battle. I think that the Browns win, but 11 is just too many points for me. 11 is a lot of points for me. I'm going to take Detroit, but just know I hate myself for it. All righty. Moving on to San Francisco at Jacksonville. Jacksonville is plus six and a half. It's I'm a trap take, game right here. I'm going to take San Fran. I think they're going to get it. keep it rolling. San Fran, what's the spread time? One more time. Minus six and a half, San Fran. In Jacksonville, in London. <laughs> is it, is it, is it no, it's it, no, it's in Jacksonville. I was about to say, dude. <laughs> that that changes up my whole view. <laughs> I, was about to, I was about to hit the Jags button so hard. Man. Uh, <laughs> you already know if Bam. it was in London, I would have already put the bet in. It's a tough one, dude. I'll take six and a half. I'm taking San Fran. San Fran? You're taking Jacksonville? Oh, no. Oh. With the, the Jags, <laughs> the Jags did, the, um, did the Colts cover against them last week? No, they didn't, right? Six, yeah. Jags covered. Yeah. Jags. I think it was no, ten, uh, it was ten and a half, I think, or ten. Yeah, but it oh. was six. Seven. I'll take I'll take the uh I'll take the Jags cover. Fuck it. All right. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that one, but we'll see. Indianapolis at Buffalo. I think before, it's before I go on credit for looking like an idiot when I make that pick, only reason I say that is Jacksonville's defense has been playing a lot better. A lot better. So 
I think they could be low. 49ers scoring. have the third-ranked defense in the league. Trevor Lawrence is a rookie quarterback. Give me, give me the Niners. Yeah, you know what? You convinced me. Flip my pick. It's not oh, too late. Oh, fucker. It's not enough points. It's just not enough. All right. Indianapolis at Buffalo. Buffalo is minus seven. Um, this is a fucking t- I've been thinking about this one all I think, week. I've been going back and forth, dude. I can't I I think figure this one out. That, Indy. Give me Yeah, Indy. give me Indy, dude. I think I'm last taking year, the Colts as well. They had the Buffalo beat in the playoffs, and I think they're going to go in there and win. You know what? Um, I'll say it, dude. dude I don't why like is Matt play? Ryan excessively bleeding? Sorry, I just had to say that. He's like bleeding a fuck ton. Because he you just got his pants? absolutely st- like, Look at his pants, dude. <laughs> Matt Judon just drug him on the ground. Um, dude, I'll, I'll say sorry. something real quick. I don't like the Buffalo Bills. I don't like them. Oh, I absolutely hate them. They're I, in my division. I know they're in the past division, but I just don't like them. Like, I just don't think they're that good. I think that they are – we'll talk about the most overrated football team to me. I think they're overrated, man. I think they are overrated. As give me, team. give me the bill, give me the bills to cover. <laughs> you changing oh, your Owen pick? Loves Owen loves them. Oh, I love me some Josh Allen. He's fun I like Josh Allen too, but I think they're overrated, man. Um, next right, one, give me I've the got, bills. We'll see what happens. Next one I've got is Miami at the Jets. The Jets are plus three and a half, and give me that man Joe Flacco to cover three and a half. Um, oh my god, he missed barely it. missed that. Young Hoku missed the field goal. Um, dude, what what is the what is the cover for this? And is Zach Wilson ever gonna play? Is it are the Jets ever gonna have a quarterback that they take it's in the first round and and half. full season? Um, Ooh, who's favored? Jets are minus, I mean plus three and a half. Dolphins are favored. Board? Yeah, it is. I'll take the Jets. God, these are just two really bad football teams, man. I'll take the Dolphins. <clears throat> um, <laughs> Rivera, Cam, r- reunite Washington at Carolina. Carolina's minus Revenge three game. and a half. Revenge game. Carolina is a minus three and a half. I don't know. I think this will be right down to the wire. I'll take. Oh, man. This um, is a tough one, dude. Give me Cammy Cam. Fuck it. Carolina. <laughs> they asked they asked Ron Rivera if he had plays stashed. If he ever had to play against Cam Newton, he said he did. I think the whole oh, three is a little too much for me. I'll take I'll take Washington. I think Cam's got something up his sleeve for Ronnie Ron. The riverboat. Riverboat Ronnie. I think the riverboat. Is it going to set sail or is it going to sink? I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, uh, dude, Taylor Heineke ain't moving the ball in this Carolina defense. Give me Cammy Cam. I'm with you, Todd. All righty. Uh, Baltimore at Chicago. Oh, I kind of want to flip my pick on that one. Fucking pussy, dude. You can't keep flipping that every time I break out a stat. <laughs> that defense is good, man. Taylor Heineke's a backup too. They feasted on Cole McCoy last week. Give me the Panthers. Fuck it. God. Oh my God. Give me the football Owen. team to come. And keep- I wore and I hey and I wore a fucking cam jersey to the Auburn game last week. So you know what? You can't talk shit to me for taking my. You board. sure you want to change? I can't. It's the second one where I've set a line at the end and then you flipped it. 
Give oh, me the football team thought. to cover. Give me your thoughts at the – or don't say your thoughts. You sure you want to change it? Yeah, I'm positive. That's huge if they don't win. All right. Um, three and a half, right? Yep. Carolina's favorite three and a half? Yeah. Yeah, give me the football team. The Cats All, yeah. Carolina, yeah. Carolina's – Carolina's gonna win. They're just gonna win by a field goal. Um, Baltimore at Chicago. This one is tough. Ba- Chicago's plus five. <sighs> Man, I don't know. I've seen a common theme with the Ravens kind of struggling on offense. I think they'll win this game, but I really think that Chicago will cover. Chicago's plus five. Yeah, at home. This is like the this is like the Lamar Jackson and his mini me versus him like game. <laughs> I already took Baltimore. That helps you at all. Oh, I didn't <laughs> hear that. Sorry. Um <clears throat> Take your take your old team. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Ravens. I'm not taking the Bears. I don't I don't have a lot of faith in the Bears. All right, <clears throat> New Orleans at Philadelphia. Um, Philadelphia is minus two. Such a weird game, dude. Uh, I I'll tell you right now. I will not watch this game. Um, <laughs> I will not. And I will yeah, also. Not bet on Philly. Give me New Orleans plus. Two. Give me New Orleans as well. Minus two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll take New Orleans defense to fuck Philly up. <laughs> uh, all right. Moving Galen on. Hurts. It's going to be hurting. <laughs> um, Houston at the Titans. The Titans are minus 10. Upset. Upset alert. Yeah, I was thinking the same. This is the game I'm going to look up at on Sunday. This is going to be the game I look up at on Sunday, and I'm like, what the fuck? All I've heard about for the last three weeks, the Titans. Yeah, give me Houston, man. I hate to do it. I hate to do it. I don't want to do it either. I don't want to do it either, bro. (laughs) It's at Tennessee, right? Yep. Um. But I will say the Texans got their shit kicked. I mean, it was 17 to 9, but it was way worse than that. Against, yep, yep, yep. That's what I was They're just coming off say. a bye. Um, give me the damn old. Yeah, give me, Texans. give me the fucking Houston Texans. Um, God, I can't believe I'm doing that. And the Lions, there's just no chance in hell both of those are hitting. But if they do, <laughs> fuck it. So huge letdown spot against. The Texans, okay? Titans are banged up. Texans are coming off a bye. Every sign points to the Texans. But I cannot pick the Texans ever again. So I'm (laughs) going with the Titans. Let's go, Uh, Ty. Let's ride the fucking way, baby. Tarod Taylor. Let's go. All right. This is a crucial game for Skull and the Vikings. <laughs> uh, Green Bay at Minnesota. Minnesota's plus oh, two, but 
Oh, God, dude. Oh, dude, this game. This game has Lost, got trap dude. game written all over it. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to be fucking caught picking Minnesota. Like, I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> like, I've picked against Green Bay like five too many times this year. And if they lose, then that's just unlucky but i'm taking green bay minus two. i'll give you this it's kind of boring but if a rod plays i know he has a toe injury he didn't practice today if he plays I'm taking green bay if love plays i'm taking green bay <laughs> I, was, I was about to say fuck that i'm putting you down for green bay i'm not going and changing <laughs> that shit I, i'm gonna take green bay also all right this is like vikings like blueprint vikings when Against the Chargers on the road, and then come and fucking shit the bet against the Lose this game by a field goal and don't cover. That's what it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Cincinnati. The Packers, I think the Packers oh, can slick be one of the best teams in the NFL. Like yeah, me too. They They're the really best team in the, the NFC right now. No, I think the I think the Cowboys are, but yeah. Biased. Fuck you. All right, let's keep me on. <laughs> um, Cincinnati at <clears throat> the Raiders. This is a huge game for both these this teams. A, both these teams started yeah. off like five and one or four and one. They both and one of these teams is about to be five and five, and everyone's going to say we were we got fucking clowned on at the beginning of the season. All these fans are about to be pissed. Yeah, and it's nothing but fitting for this game to be a pick 'em. So uh, I gotta go with the the edge pressure for Vegas is going to get after Burrow. Oh god, this game is gonna this be is a tough fucking game. This is gonna game, be a dude. close game. Like no matter I don't what. I don't like betting against that bad man, Joe Burrow. Give me number nine. I'm gonna say they're gonna oh, win by nine points. God. Give me the Bengals nine? To cover nine. <laughs> a Give me the Bengals would win. I think I, I know <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just fucking with you. I th- I just think the Raiders are deteriorating. Give me the Bengals. Yeah, Bengals coming off a bye. Give them to me. God. I'll take the Bengals off a bye also. Golly. We're all going to lose that game. There's no way it's, a, it's a, you're not in. All right. This might be a shocker to y'all, my pick on this. I, I decided this one like a couple of days ago. Arizona at Seattle. Seattle is minus two, and I'm eating that shit up. Give me Seattle. Like, Give it to me all day. Give me Seattle as well, minus two. Um, whether Murray plays or not. Yeah, I think I'll take Seattle as well. Well, there goes my upset pick. Now it's gonna lose. Um <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna skip over this game so we can come back to the end and end. Yeah, I yeah, I want to come back to that game. Okay, that, Sunday, that night. Sunday, Sunday night, night game. And how it's not primetime, I don't fucking know. Well, How? How is that not Sunday night? You think I want to watch Big Ben and Jay Herbs battle it out? You mean Mason Rudolph and fucking Philip Rivers? Yeah, dude, it's your worst. Pittsburgh, Judon, another sack. Let's go. Ten and a half sacks Um, for Judon. um, Pittsburgh at the Chargers. The Chargers are now minus six and a half. Uh, and give it to me. The Steelers fucking suck. <laughs> I honestly don't know who's gonna win this fucking game. Both these teams didn't um, cover last week. Give me, give me the Chargers, bro. I'm not betting on Mason Rudolph. I, I that's like one of the only. Now, I think Ben's um, gonna like play one of, if he's clear for COVID, but it's gonna be close. 
Oh, give me the Chargers either way. I'm going to take it. I think they're the better football team. Uh, what's the difference? I'll take the Chargers. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're doing uh, a lot of clean sweeps on a lot of these games, but this game is going to get – this is going to stay. We got one more. Giants yeah. at Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay's minus 11, and I'm taking Tampa Bay. Sorry, Owen. Sorry. 11 too many points. We're coming off a bye. We just came off one of our best wins of the season, giving the G-Man cover 11. Tampa Bay's too good of a football team not to cover back-to-back weeks. I'll take Tampa Bay. All right, and the game of the week, possibly one of the most anticipated matchups so far this year, Dallas at the Chiefs. The Chiefs are minus two and a half, but – Wait, hold since- on. I just want to say we should all say our pick for this game at the same time. Like We should do a countdown. Well, let's do ourselves first. a minute. It's and two say- and a half, but for the fun of it, I'm just going to change it to a pick. So – just whoever wins. So, because like if Kansas City wins by two, that's kind of fucked if one of us picks. All right, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Let's this do, is such like, a, it's a pick em. match. It's a pick em. Yeah. Who do you think is going to win this game? All right. Yeah. Oh, and you can count us down and say the, say, say, don't say the city of, of the team. Just say the, the team. <laughs> Just say the team. Oh, was he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Say All either right. boys or chiefs. We need a one syllable word. All right. Yeah. All right, three. I'm gonna say three, two, one, go, and then one go. We're all gonna go. Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> three, two, one, go. Chiefs. <laughs> oh, it's another one. It's another clean sweep. Fuck the Cowboys. This needs to be the clip that we put on IG. I know it, I just said it, so it probably won't be. But that's that. I think. Uh, I think Kansas City's back, dude. I think they're back, and they're gonna prove it this weekend against Dallas. Yeah. I think this is going to be a really good game. I can't say that I don't see the Cowboys pulling this one out somehow because they're just so good on the offensive side. But, yeah, I think Mahomes is going to just dice up that defense. And I think Tyree Kill might do a couple double moves on Trayvon Diggs and kind of humble him a little bit because that's one player – I've been riding for the Cowboys this year, Harris, but I'm not a big fan of Trayvon Diggs. I'm not going to lie. Watch hard enough. Oh, All right, guys. Is that, is that a wrap? That's it. Watch for hard this. Enough. You'll like him a lot. Got yeah. the picks in. That boy talks All right. Like I'm going to hop right. off, get to going. But, uh, dude, this was uh, it was good week. You know, the man. last pod we had together, all of us, it was like super early. So I was kind of asleep. This feels like the last pod we've had in a while where we're all kind of. You know what we should do, dude? Field. You know what we should do is we need to do a Thanksgiving edition pod for. Yeah, we should. We should. So Wednesday, let's record for Thanksgiving football. I can't do Wednesday. I'm going to have a red eye flight that either. day. I'm flying to North Carolina. Well, what? What? What about – is there any way we could somehow do – go ahead and just do it on Monday? Like, just do it pose. early? It because I'm going out of town on Tuesday. I'm not saying that I couldn't record while I'm out of town. Hey, Monday works for me. That's fine. I mean, just do it – like, we could do it during the Monday night game. I know Owen, we're doing it during the Giants, but, you know. Or Doesn't we could matter. do it Monday gonna, morning. I mean, I don't have Monday class, Monday might works better for me too. I'm gonna hop off, but we can we can talk about it in the chat. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. I'm definitely I'm definitely down. But see, good to talk to you boys tonight. I'll I'll talk yes, to you guys sir. soon.
as Go always, Pats, baby. As always, like, Peace. subscribe, and be sure to let us know what you like. Let us know what we can do better. And let us know about the basketball offseason football. Let us know about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Peace. Stay active. See you. For sure. Peace out.